boy is eating. The boy is your name. What is your name? She is not a girl. First, hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? Coffee with Gringos, Dynamic English's podcast where you can learn English simply by hearing people use it. So sit down and have a coffee with us. You are listening to Coffee with Gringos. I'm Paige Sutherland. And I'm Ian Kennedy. So today we are going to talk about dating. We're going to talk about how it's changed, evolved, you know, from our parents' generation to today where, you know, we're on apps and Zoom dates and and what have you. So lots to talk about. So again, listeners, if you get lost, check out that audio guide and transcript online. Okay. So Ian, dating, tell us just a little bit about your parents. Did they meet through family friends? Are they neighbors? How did your parents meet? Yeah, good question. My parents met on a double date with their best friends. Okay. So my mom's best friend, she was dating a guy and the guy was best friends with my dad. And so they arranged for a, hey, I've got my best friend single. Hey, my best friend single. Let's meet up and have a double date. And I think maybe that was like the last year of high school or the first year of college. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so they had their first double date and I guess sparks flew and they started dating. And they dated for, I think, five years before they decided to get married. A lot has changed since our parents' generation compared to dating for us now, obviously due to societal standards, due to technology, due to changing of culture, right? So the stories of how our parents met or of that generation, how they met, it's oftentimes different than how people meet nowadays. The high school, sweetheart, old-fashioned kind of way. And I'm here now, thanks to them. (laughs) That's so cute, though, that they met so young and they're still together. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a nice story. So what about your parents? Yeah, I mean, like you said, it's so different where, you know, our parents' generation, that's the way to meet people, friends of friends, through school, through work. Those were like kind of the only options through being neighbors, growing up together. So yeah, my parents, you know, they didn't go to college. So right after high school, they went to work and they met at work and, you know, got married pretty quickly. My mom got married, I think at 20. That's also something that's very different with dating back then is that I don't think you date around as much. You're, you settle down a lot earlier. You have kids a lot earlier. Where now, I mean, I would guess the average age of marriage is probably like 28 now where that would be very late for our parents' generation. I don't know if it's easier or more difficult because I would say nowadays, as everyone knows, like there's dating apps, the internet, we have cell phones, so you can really communicate so much faster. I always find it so fascinating to think about our parents, you know, to go on a date, you would meet someone and you would ask them on a date, you would make a plan that day. You would say, will you go out with me this Saturday? I'll pick you up at seven. You know, you couldn't send a text message to be like, oh, I'm running late or I'm not gonna be there. If you wanted to communicate, you'd have to call their house phone, like their landline, and most likely probably talk to their parents, which is really awkward to do before (laughs) a first date. So I almost feel like our parents' generation asking someone out on a date had a lot more pressure, you know, more at stake, where nowadays, you know, I could be talking to 10 people on 10 different apps and getting drinks and 
there isn't, you know, as much at stake, I think. I don't know. Do you agree? Yeah, I definitely agree. I think now with technology, it's almost for us, it's like, it's almost overwhelming the amount mm -hmm. of possibilities or seemingly possibilities that we have. Because I think for our parents, they didn't have, like you said, they didn't have these technologies. They didn't have a way to observe other people they didn't know. You only knew who you met or through a friend who said, hey, I have a friend or through some sort of mutual connection. And I almost think of the quote, we use a lot in English, ignorance is bliss in that mm -hmm. sense, because back then, you know, there weren't these technologies, but for that reason, you had more limited options, but not necessarily in a bad way, just in a more, I think, intimate or more committed way. Because mm -hmm. like you said, if you asked someone out on a date, you would make those plans and you would basically commit to it then. And now it's really common for people to ghost people or to get ghosted. Mm -hmm. So, yep. you know, say that you're going to make plans with someone or you keep delaying a date with someone and then, you know, you don't talk to them or you block them or you basically blow them off. Back then, you could do that, but you would leave somebody sitting by the phone all day waiting for you to call or you would never show up to pick them up. And it was it was obviously really bad. But now I think people have the idea or young people have the idea that they can just talk to multiple people. They don't have to commit to someone. They can lead someone on that. It's not so mean. It's just a part of the culture now. I agree. And I think like we talked about how you met people, you know, back in past generations was through work, through school, through family, friends, close friends. So to ghost people in that situation could be really detrimental to your other relationships or, you know, important work environments or whatever, where today you're meeting all these random people that you don't owe them anything. If you stop talking to them, it won't really impact your life at all. And just with technology, it's so much easier to talk to a billion people at once because because, you know, you're not on the phone talking to them. You're just sending them messages, you know, on Instagram or through the apps or WhatsApp or whatever have you. Coffee with Gringos officially has over 100 episodes. And we are among the top podcasts in Chile. And that's thanks to you. But we're always working to grow our audience. So make sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, LinkedIn, and even Snapchat. But most importantly, rate, review, and share us with all of your friends, family, and coworkers. And if you want to take your English education to the next level, sign up for private or group classes with native English-speaking teachers at dynamicenglish.co. Another phrase, because there's so many options in the dating field now, is the grass is always greener. And so I think a lot of millennials and younger people have that mentality because there's so many options. It's always like, okay, this guy's great, but you know, I have all these other people that I could meet that maybe are better, where I feel like 30, 40 years ago, I don't know if people thought that as much because your options were kind of limited by geography. That's a really great point because, yeah, like you said, I think back then, you know, for our parents, it was when you found somebody that you liked and you thought someone that was great, then you committed to them or you, you stuck with them. Mm -hmm. And now you hear people, they, they find somebody that they like, they say this person's, you know, they're good looking, they're nice, I like them, but 
I can find someone better or think I can find better options. There's so many people on this app or, or on that app or, oh, I'm still young or they kind of try to justify talking to, to other people and not committing. I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing. I think that might actually be detrimental in a sense because it's like we need more to be happy or we're searching for something when we already have something in our hands. We already have something that makes us happy. And so it can really blind your vision or your desires in this sense. You're already happy, but you don't know it kind of a thing. True. I think it's a catch 22 also because like obviously, at least in the U.S., our parents' generation, the divorce rate is pretty high. And I wonder if that is because people felt like if they found something okay, they'd rather settle because finding someone better was pretty difficult, you know? And maybe that's why today we wait so long and, you know, we're in and out of relationships because we're always looking for something better. So I think there's like positive and negatives to both. Like you should never settle, but like you said, you shouldn't just always be looking for someone better and better. If you found someone pretty great, you know, you should, you should stay together. But I think what's so interesting are these apps. I haven't been on any apps and my friends tell me about them. And it's like, there's an app where like, you know, I'm in a bar and I can log in and it tells me like who's available around my area to like get a drink or something. And I'm like, that's intense. And there's like apps for, <laughs> there's apps like for, okay, I just want like someone for the night or like I want a committed relationship or there's just apps for like every type of desire yeah it's just so different than so many years ago and you know there's an app where the girl has to contact the boy before they can talk and there's a whole world out there with dating apps <laughs> it's such a big market now you, like you say you hear about you know i hear a friend say yeah you know i was on this dating app a name that i had never i've never heard I'm like that's a that is that a new one there's another one there's another one there's another one Mm -hmm. So it's an ever growing, ever expanding industry because everyone's looking for love. And in a world of technology, it's pretty natural that you, you can go to these dating sites, these dating apps. Again, I don't want to say it's a bad thing either. You can find the love of your life on a dating yeah, app as well. Exactly. It can go yeah. both ways, but it's just something so different from our parents' generation, like we've mentioned. I think too, with the apps that I've noticed talking to a lot of my friends is it really makes you think about what you want in a partner where, you know, the old school way of meeting someone is you just start talking to them and you have chemistry and it's just, it flows and it feels right. Where in an app, it's like, okay, they have to like hiking. They have to like dogs. They have to love travel. You know, like you box people in these apps. And I don't know if that's good and bad because you know, relationships aren't always based on similar interests and hobbies, you know, but I think these apps do kind of gear you to find someone that is kind of very similar to you. It's true. And, and it's very common to see, you know, that it's easy to sort of objectify the other person if you're on mm -hmm. an app too, right? So yeah. <laughs> on Tinder, you don't like somebody, you don't like how they look and, you know, half a second, you can swipe left and you won't see them again, right? So it's this constant swipe left, swipe left, swipe right, swipe, 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 swipe. swipe. And it makes you think, is this really the way to find love swiping left and right on a computer screen, on a phone screen? So again, it just goes to show as technology develops, it changes our society and it makes things different and sometimes weird and always different from our parents' experiences. It's such a good point because I've had a lot of friends that, you know, use the app, some successful, some not. 
And I love the stories of, oh, he looked very different from the pictures <laughs> or like <laughs> same with the girls. And, you know, because obviously if you're on an app, you're going to use your best photos. I mean, hopefully you're being honest and not like changing it enough where it's like really doesn't look like you. That would be a bummer. Um, Catfishing. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like not even you. It's like your other friend who's prettier. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> But yeah, like I've had several friends that are like, oh, he's a lot shorter than the photos or like he's not muscular like the photos. And so it is kind of sad because that is probably a big percentage of why people initiate a date is because of the photo. The photo probably is the most important, which is sad. It really shouldn't be, but it seems to be the case for sure. <laughs> yeah, I think it reflects social media in general. It's kind of like Instagram, right? Everyone always puts up their best photos and puts up the best representation of their life and that doesn't necessarily equate to what their real life and reality is actually like so I think we see this on these dating apps too you have your best moments best pictures mm -hmm. but that doesn't necessarily represent the person as a whole it can be hard to really tell who the person is and if they're for you I've had friends too that have lied about their interest I think we all kind of know what people are looking for on the apps and so it's very popular to like hiking and kayaking and out outdoorsy stuff and so like I have friends you know a really good friend who like her hobby is like watching tv and drinking but it's like running kayaking and I'm like you've never <laughs> done any of that <laughs> you like, never do any of those things it's just hilarious like you know the stuff you like lie about to like get a partner and I'm just like you think like he won't notice after a few days that like you're not active <laughs> Yeah, you think that the other person's not going to ask you about these hobbies you put in your profile, maybe the first date or after that. What happens if you start out the relationship on a lie? It's not a good start. <laughs> so, so maybe try to be more truthful about your hobbies in the in the profile if you don't want problems later down the True. road. Unless, unless you both lie and then you're like, oh, you like watching TV a lot too? I don't like hiking. And then, yeah, <laughs> and then you have the connection in that way. You're <laughs> yeah, right. That'd be funny. So the dating scene is so different from when our parents met to now. It's a whole new crazy world out there. But I hope all you listeners find partners in love during these strange times. Whether it's on an app or at a bar or what have you, whatever works for you. <laughs> but again, listeners, if you get lost, check out that audio guide and transcript online. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Coffee with Gringos was brought to you by Dynamic English, where you can learn English simply by using it. If you're interested in taking classes or just want to learn more, go to our website at dynamicenglish.cl. Thanks for listening.